Welcome to Change of Plans. I'm Andres Zuleta. On Change of Plans, we feature stories of resilience and reinvention, interviewing entrepreneurs and other creative individuals who have found fun and inspiring ways to adapt to sudden, unexpected challenges. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome my very own colleagues, Eleanor Simone and Roni Sivan. When the coronavirus brought international travel to a halt, our travel company, Boutique Japan, decided to start a new podcast showcasing people around the world who'd found creative ways to adapt to the new reality. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So let's get right into it. Thinking back to when we started on this journey, can you pinpoint the moment when you realized basically everything was changing? Well, I would say there wasn't a specific day that it all just suddenly happened. But I think as the news of coronavirus started to make its way to Europe and then to the US, I was actually on a trip in Norway um, and got home a couple of days before European travel to the US started shutting down. So I feel like when I got back from my vacation is when I noticed that all of this was happening. But, you know, I think while I was off in the fjords, you guys were already handling, you know, concerns from travelers. So I don't know if, if you want to speak to that, Eleanor. To me, it did feel like a, like a very sudden realization because we had increasing concerns from travelers about our trip. And so for a few weeks, we we're just busy all the time answering these concerns. And I feel like there was just one day when all these emails asking about coronavirus kind of stopped. And that's when I realized you know, after everything had slowed down a little bit, I didn't really know what was coming next. Yeah, I mean, I will also chime in, you know, with my experience of it, because it, it felt gradual, I think, to me, because we kept on just seeing, okay, first, you know, it's affecting China, then it's affecting Asia, then, you know, there, it's hard to kind of recall, but there was a time when we actually thought that, you know, people were concerned about visiting Japan, but they were still going to Europe and everywhere else. You know, it's hard to imagine that there was that moment in time. We got a little head start. Um, and yeah, like you said, I mean, we were just so busy just reacting and just dealing with, you know, questions and rescheduling people. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, wow, completely new reality. But I do think that we started brainstorming ideas relatively early. It wasn't when it got really quiet that we then started to chat about it. I think we we did a pretty good job of, you know, we're we're a small and creative team. And so I think we were we were smart to start thinking early of different ways that we could pivot or maybe try new things and pursue different routes that weren't necessarily related to travel. Do you remember kind of when we did start brainstorming what some of those conversations were like or, you know, if there were any ideas that we had thought of then that maybe seemed funny or, <laughs> or something now? I'm just trying to think back. Well, I remember, so we were spitballing all sorts of ideas and it's funny because I know now you're interviewing a few companies that are doing some ideas that we had before we even know that other people were already doing it, you know, remote team building kind of things and um, subscription boxes. We had the idea of maybe doing some Japan subscription boxes. And it was one of, on one of our team calls. I think I maybe 
like half jokingly said, oh, we should do something to tell stories about the pivots that other people are doing or something. And then we kind of came back to that. I feel like there was a moment when we were trying to think about shifting slightly from what we're doing currently. And at some point, we just decided to go in a completely different direction with a podcast. We're a small team, but we also all come from very different professional backgrounds. So I feel like eventually that was helpful in getting a lot of different ideas and ways to pivot. Yeah, my recollection is that we had talked about, for example, there were so many kind of stories out there, you know, restaurant workers and chefs, and of course, people in the travel industry. And this was still in the early days of the lockdowns. And some places weren't even under lockdown yet. I feel like maybe conversations around finding ways to tell some of those stories and even help people who were undergoing lots of challenges. And so maybe that's how we latched on to podcasts as maybe the best way to tell some of the stories. So I remember we had an official brainstorming session, you know, several weeks ago. It was essentially a, you know, company-wide meeting through Zoom. I remember that after the meeting, when everyone was sharing what they were most excited to work on, you know, one of the things that people, because we had discussed a lot of different types of ideas. Why do you think that, you know, people were drawn to the podcast idea more so than, you know, some of the other things we talked about? I think the stories, I mean, initially we were looking at stories of people pivoting their business as inspiration for what to do for ourselves. And I think to me, it was just so uplifting to read all of that and to see how people figured things out and tried new things and um, made the best out of the situation that I, it felt like a very positive energy to focus on and to share with people. So in the middle of some doubt and some uncertainty, I think that positivity is what at least drew me in. Yeah, I agree. And just seeing all the different ways that people are innovating and getting creative. And then also from a a practical standpoint, it seemed like one of the more logistically easier ones to get going. You know, we didn't have to involve any sort of physical product that needs to ship because, of course, shipping right now is also a struggle. And so I think all those things combined, both the inspirational aspect and then logistically um, it was challenging than some of the other ideas that we were spitballing around. Um, yeah, that all that just kind of made the most sense to pursue this one. To a degree to me, it also felt easier to go in a completely different direction than try to do Japan travel in a, in a digital way, if that makes sense. It just felt a little more freeing to go in a different route. Right, because we had also, you know, there are a lot of travel companies right now doing know sort of virtual tours and things like that so that's of course one of the things we had talked about but yeah I definitely see what you mean and I wanted to address or go back to one of the things that you said Roni which was that you know somehow the idea of starting a podcast felt logistically easier than for example setting up boxes to ship and things like that but at the same time most of us um, with one exception of course as we'll soon divulge I'm sure didn't really have any experience with podcasting so um just looking back a few weeks since we really just started this endeavor so recently, do you recall what were you know some of the very first steps, I mean, very first steps that we took to, to try to just get this going? I think one of the first steps was just 
collecting different stories we were seeing to see if we could find, you know, enough interesting ones and um, a variety of stories. You know, there's so many people making masks right now and PPE and um, hand sanitizer and which are all, you know, really great. But I think we all kind of envisioned it being other types of companies doing even different things. So what I remember is just doing some initial research to see if there was even enough out there. And of course, we found that there is. And so that's what I kind of remember being the first, first step. I, I remember the very practical steps, which may not have been, well, obviously, they weren't the very first, but I remember the, you know, finding a, a domain, finding a website, what, how are we going to record the podcast, how are we going to edit the very, um, maybe more technical aspect of it. Actually, you know, I think the very, very, very first step, the very first step that we did was we started a Google Doc and we all just sort of brain dumped in there, which I think kind of helped us hone in on, you know, seeing all these random things and then being able to kind of put some order to the chaos that was in that document. Yeah, I I remember we made that Google Doc, and like Roni said, we just put a bunch of random ideas on it and just got an idea of you know, what kinds of things we would have to do. And then we did really get going on it that same day. And I think that momentum really helped because otherwise, you know, for example, for me, the idea of ordering a microphone and just things like that that made it feel so real could have maybe felt a little scarier if we hadn't really just done them immediately <laughs> without taking too much time to think about it. And it helped that Eleanor had podcasting experience. I, I did have a previous podcast experience. Um, I have another podcast that is centered around photography and creativity. So in that sense, I had some basic knowledge about the platforms we could use, how to record. Um, but I still had to learn all of the audio editing because I don't do that at all in my other podcast. So it's been, it's been challenging for me too in that way, but it's also been a, a lot of fun to know that um, and to move from that sort of basic knowledge to something that's really more hands-on. Well, I mean, as the only member of our team that had you know, podcasting experience, you became our podcast expert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would you say has been the biggest challenge so far? Well, I can't speak to this, but I, I can only imagine that that may be the, the technical part that Eleanor has been working hard on. Seems like it would be maybe the biggest challenge. It's, it's been for me. <laughs> Yesterday, I thought I accidentally deleted a, a part of a podcast. So that's been, that's been fun. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> aside, yeah, aside from technical challenges, I'm not... I'm not sure. I think we also try to figure out the tone we wanted for the podcast, you know, in terms of more overarching themes and goals for podcasts, if we wanted something a bit more lighthearted. And I think that's something that we ended up um, landing on, that we wanted something a little more lighthearted. And also in terms of the stories we, we wanted to tell and the tone we wanted to tell them. And Andres, I don't know if maybe you've had particular challenges as a podcast host. I mean, first, the first challenge was just the fear of, you know, doing the first interview, um, you know, just kind of mentally <laughs> preparing, even though I knew it was a little bit irrational and I knew I just needed to, you know, be myself and, and all of that. But of course, there was still just some natural fear. 
And then I think the other biggest challenge is the process of reaching out to people. It's simultaneously really fun to find all of these amazing stories out there. And I enjoy the process of contacting each person, but it's also really scary. And, you know, there are certain days where, you know, if people haven't replied, then it's really easy to feel a little bit disappointed. <laughs> um, but then, of course, you know, there are other days when people reply enthusiastically. So just those up, ups and downs of kind of a new uh, endeavor are challenging, but also really positive. So, you know, since we're recording this before having actually launched, and, you know, obviously we're in the midst of interviewing a ton of really amazing guests right now, I would be curious to hear just a little bit about how you, you know, foresee this going. How do you envision, you know, this podcast in the next few weeks or even months? Um, well, I'm, I'm excited at the variety of guests that we're getting. You know, it's not just the food industry or, you know, the healthcare or the arts. It's, we're connecting with people in a wide range of fields and expertise and businesses. And so I, I'm excited to see what kinds of listeners we get and if there's any, um, you know, what kind of feedback we get from people, what they want to hear more of, what they want to hear less of. You know, right now we're just doing our best to put together what we think will appeal to people. But of course, I, I expect that, that we'll and hope that we'll start hearing from people and having people get engaged and what they want to hear more about or, you know, what they think we can do differently. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for is engagement and feedback. Yeah, me too. I, I hope to see that the podcast inspires people who are maybe struggling or with where they are at with their own business to think outside of a box and um, find solutions to the problems that we're all facing. And beyond, hopefully when the coronavirus crisis is revolved, I think we can see this podcast evolving a little bit too and just looking at people implementing whatever idea they have. And that's, that's very exciting to think about all, all the new businesses that are out there and people just following their passion in, in different ways. And I would love to continue telling these stories. Yeah, I think that's a really, I think that's a really important point is that obviously we're creating this at a time when so many people are being forced to reinvent themselves, but actually things like this happen all the time, you know, coronavirus or not. And, you know, people have just completely unexpected life events happen that force them to, you know, either be resilient and reinvent themselves or, or fail. So I'm excited, not only for all the stories we're telling now, but to see what kind of stories we find moving forward. Well, thank you both so much for taking the time to share our story together. It was really interesting to hear um, just your perspective on everything that's happened and how this podcast came into being. If this episode helped inspire you, please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in.